are listening to Up To Me Radio, the best in inspirational talk radio. It's up to me. Welcome to OMG, the Omar Gale Radio Show. I'm your host, Mara Gale, actress, author, evangelist, and content creator. I'm believing that this will be a motivational experience. My intent is to empower, inspire, motivate, and equip. You see, here we broadcast the beauty of beginnings by sharing God's promises through personal stories. And if you're tuning in, leaning in, and listening up for the first time, we hope you become a long-time listener. And for those of you that have been rolling with me for a while, (laughs) thanks for adding such sweetness to my tea. I'm super excited because every Thursday, I get an opportunity to come into your home, your living room, your car, or be your personal sous chef while you're cooking a meal. And I am forever grateful for that. Of course, OMG is on every Thursday at seven o'clock Eastern, six o'clock Central and four o'clock Pacific Standard. And we keep it real, real triumphs, real tragedies, real tips, tools, and truths. Welcome back to part two. We're continuing the conversation where we left off with Donna McCullough Island sharing step number four to the question I posed, which was very simply, how do we stay in step with what the spirit is telling you or where you think you're supposed to go? Let's resume the conversation now. Be prepared for the success Mm. that you originally sought. Honey, wait, wait. We go on. No, because I want us to unpack that because one of the things that I wrote about, I Daddy had given me, Daddy got had given me a vision for an anointed agenda, and I produced it every year. It was in twenty-two states and two countries. I say that because I had all. It was so many labor pains to get birth to it. Oh my goodness, the the due date was pushed back. It, I felt like I was going to miscarry, abort, or I wanted to adopt it. I mean, put it up for adoption, but mm-hmm. I stayed the course. And when I did. Mm-hmm. God blew my mind and took it to places I never thought it could be and mm-hmm. expanded it. And I wasn't prepared for the growth. Mm-hmm. And so the growth, it, it was stunted because I had dreamed a dream this big and Perfect. God wanted it to be all around the world. So 22 states and two countries may seem huge to one person. And I was selling 
10,000 a year. So that was a long time for, I did it for 17 years. But where it could even be now, because of my inability to believe when he gave me that seed, that it was bigger than me, way bigger, I stunted its growth. So please take some time and unpack that because I don't think people prepare for success as much as they prepare for the act. Sure. So I will, I will give you a, a quick, quick, quick example. I had, okay. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. I had a coaching client, highly educated woman, a sister. And all she kept saying, Donna was, I want a C-suite job. Donna, I know that I have the education. I know that I have the experience. I want a C-suite job. That is the reason why she came to me to coach her as a career coach. She was wondering if she should uh, abandon her um, or a first, first career, what we call a first career. Once we talked about that, I said, no, I don't think you should abandon it. I said, let's rethink what you're missing that you want, that you really want, that you're not getting now. Yeah. Long story short, she was in the wrong level role. You know, you can do some stuff when you're a manager. You can do some other stuff (laughs) when you're a chief. Yes. Chief executive officer, chief human resources officer, chief finance officer. That's a whole different level of responsibility, accountability, and exposure. Yes. So I started to talk to her about that. And once we moved past her not seeing herself as that, Mm -hmm. and once she did start seeing herself, here's vision. Once she did start seeing herself as that, she ultimately, Mara, accepted a position as a chief, whatever she was. I think it was chief operating officer. Okay. But it wasn't long after that where she was coming back for some additional coaching. <laughs> and I love her dearly. If she's it, when, when, when she hears this, she's going to know exactly who I'm talking about. <laughs> but it was crystal clear to her and to me. Now, I knew this as I was coaching her. Right. But I wasn't trying to kill the dream that she currently had, the dream that she dreamed for herself at that place. Correct. Especially over something that I knew that we could course correct. Yes. Ultimately. Yes. But she went through a Dickens of a time. And yes, I said a Dickens of a time. (laughs) No, you didn't. (laughs) Her first, I think it was nine months as a chief, whatever she became, because she had not prepared for sitting in that seat. To your point, she prepared for the process to get the job. She had prepared by getting all of her um, credentials. She had prepared as a manager what she didn't prepare for. And in some regard, I'm not quite sure that she could have necessarily prepared for accurately. Yeah. Sitting in that spot. And it was incredibly difficult and uncomfortable for her Mm -hmm. once she got there. Mm. But she asked for it, see? Yeah. Yeah. She asked for it. You put that out there, the universe comes back and gives that to you. Yeah. She she got what she wanted, which was wonderful. Right. But she didn't 
planned for, despite my urging. I want to be real clear on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Despite my urging, watch for this, think about that. She didn't do that because it, it wasn't about that. Now, I want to connect that really quickly back sure. to the why. Sure. Because I could understand if someone were to say, well, Donna, what was her why, though? Right. Her why, what was to make her breathe, and this is really important, was she wanted to be uh, able to provide for her family. She had family members who were not as well off as she. And she wanted her, her why was to provide an opportunity for family members that were not as fortunate for her. So that was her why. I want to be real clear on that. The outcome of her why and her how and her when was changing the position, her earning potential in order to feed her why. So I don't want to make this about getting a new job or it's not always just about that. It can be something as deep as I want to be able to send at least two of my nieces to college, because if I don't do it, I don't know if they're going to go. It can be that. That was the why. Oh my gosh. You know, which, which, okay. There's, I could, I could, okay. I'm looking at the clock and I'm like, I, my brain, when you talk it of course, uh, stimulates other questions. There's a couple of things that came to mind. Let me briefly share one people, they plan for the wedding and they don't plan for marriage. Right. That's a big one, you know? And, 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 and you know that because within the first six months, they're like, what did I just do? Because they spent two years planning for the day. And never thought about the work and the merge, you know, you coming with all your baggage, you coming with all his baggage or she coming with all her baggage and, and two different uh, upbringings and all of these things come to the surface. And then you have to work that out. But you also, when you were, when you were talking about in particular, this particular person, we sometimes are short sighted and why I mentioned earlier about the size of your why it's got to be grounded. It's got to be rooted because if it's not rooted it can be blown away, decimated, destroyed in the simplest of fashions. But I also want to ask this. What are some of the blockers that mm-hmm. prevent folks from being all that they were designed to be? Because a lot of times there because that was kind of what you started with on this point for. Like I said, I, sh- I, I didn't realize it could be as big as it was. So what are some of the things that prohibit people from actually Believe in their worthy of oh, the mountaintop or, 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 or believe in their qualified to sit at that table with all of those CEOs at the table and being an owner or a CEO of something. Can you touch on, on that a little bit? Because I think that limits a bunch of people and I want them to have freedom today, freedom today. Yeah. It's, it's so, it's so deep and it's so psychological. Mm. And it's so far-reaching. Um, you know, Black people in general struggle, obviously, much more 
we have different challenges than our non-Black counterparts. Mm-hmm. So it the the way we view ourselves and the 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 what's what's called our um our the the view of ourselves, not our, our self word, image, our self image. Thank you. And our self-concept yes. starts when we're really, really little. Yes. Really little. Ooh. Some, um, as, as small as uh, two, by some reports, younger than that by others. Studies, I'm sorry. So you got to go back there. Then as we grow up in this society, which doesn't see us, it doesn't value us, Women in particular have it particularly difficult when we're only viewed a particular way. We're told we're pretty, but we're not told that we're smart. Yes. It's a lot going on there. It's a lot going on. And I will tell you more that the first part of my often, often, not always, of my career coaching is that. Yes. Because that is the, if you don't root that up. Anything you build on top of it is like sinking sand. Correct. So I spent a goodly amount of time talking about the self and how we view ourselves and how we feel about ourselves and how we value or disvalue ourselves and things that we've done to solidify or confirm what we really think about ourselves, right? Mm. And then we have society who puts all this other gunk and mess out there that, that we absorb. And we take in, and then we got to sort all of that out and try to figure it all out, all while we're just trying to survive. <laughs> Can you say that? Can you say that one more time? Wait, wait, wait. I got to I gotta grow up from two to three years old with all this stuff that I'm beginning to formulate and experiment. It's just like a gumbo. And then uh-huh. you start growing and then kids teasing you and then the teachers either do or they don't. So that's more. And then there's the, if you're a woman, it's how the boy looks at you or how the girls don't talk to you. Or if you're a guy, it's how you don't measure up to being the tough kid in the room or to your dad. And if your dad isn't there, that's a whole nother situation. And then there is the, and then there is the, and then there is the, and finally you get to the point that you're just like, hold it, wait, hold it. When am I supposed to have this time? Right. Because doing the work, it's a sacrifice, For sure. but it is, it is the necessary sacrifice, right? Absolutely. And why don't we take the, we'll take time to binge watch a Netflix TV show. And don't get me wrong. Cause Bridger- Bridgerton was binge watched on my end, but we'll take time to binge watch a TV show, but won't take two hours. Cause that's probably about what it takes to kind of map out some of the things that have hindered you in the past or triggers that that set other things off for sure they won't do the work Mm-mm. we won't do the work Mm-mm. what is that about i mean i, I know you I, can't psychoanalyze everybody but i want i want people to get as much freedom in this one little hour that i get with you and then of course we're going to talk about how they can extend this of course and go beyond this one hour cuz i i i want to set the atmosphere so they understand when i bring people before them. I'm bringing experts and heavy hitters in the field. And so whatever I'm throwing, these aren't pre-canned questions that she's responding to. I don't send questions. I ask people. (laughs) She's like, listen, I tell you, she didn't. Listen, I ask people the question because if you really know your thing, there's nothing that I'm going to say is going to throw somebody off. So so I want them to be able to get a view of the wealth of information in your brain. And they're only going to get 2% in this one hour. 
Yeah. But there's 98 baby that y'all can get. So go ahead. Go ahead. Let the people know. So I think, I think that I think Mara, oh my goodness, such a loaded question. Okay. I think the difficulty is that it hurts. We don't want to spend time unpacking what needs to be unpacked oftentimes because it hurts. Mm. Um, and for the highly intuitive people, they know that once they know about it, now they're obligated to do something about it. Mm. So I would much rather stay in my own ignorance. Uh-huh than to know and then have to do something about it. Mm. I really think that that is the crusp crusp of the issue. Mm. I also think, though, that it is fear. I want to be real clear on this part. Oh, please, please. I think that it is fear that prevents individuals from acting now. And I think that's such an important component to really think about and, and, and noodle on and ponder and discuss because a lot of individuals who are stuck in whatever way that they're stuck and are not acting now, they are faced with a level of fear that is paralyzing them, or they really don't know how and where to go to get the help that they need. I will tell you, when I first started career coaching, (coughs) my entire client base were white people. Mm. And I want to be crystal clear. I didn't go into business to help folks that didn't look like me. Mm. Mm. My goal when I went into business, which we're going to talk more about, I know in a second, Mm -hmm. was to help people that looked like me. Right, right. So I was, but I had to pay the bills. So Yes, and it wasn't like you were discriminating against whomever wanted to, but you had an intent. You wanted to help elevate your, your people. That was my whole entire intention, to your point. It was my whole goal was to help people that looked like me, that weren't getting the help that they really needed. Yeah. What I ended up finding was that our white counterparts, mm-hmm. they invest <laughs> in a that. different way than we invest. Say that. And they, they, are, they are willing, and I, and I understand a lot of this has to do with a systemic environment in which we operate. I'm I'm not discounting that. Right, right. But I was shocked and amazed with the number of clients that I received, that that I got, that were willing to come and unpack and allow me to guide and influence how they went about finding their why and how they went about um, developing an action plan to move now. They handed me their lives. I never took that for granted, but it also didn't miss me that in the beginning, my client base didn't look like me. Yeah, yeah. But you know, isn't that also 
why in 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 the African American community, for example, um, because fortunately my listeners are all races and all genders, and I'm grateful for that. But I also want to just hone in on something. A lot of times it's kind of like therapy. You know, we weren't, it's such a stigma attached to needing help. You know, it, it, it's one thing when a guy doesn't ask for directions, you know, when you're driving or something. It's another when you're not allowed to Correct. ask for directions to the blueprint of your career or the Correct. blueprint of your life or the blueprint of marriage or the blueprint of Correct. relationships. I mean, it is such a taboo that rather than go out and get the thing that we truly need, we would just like to either fake it till we make it or stay stuck in where I am and never get to that place because I don't know how to get there. Um, You had mentioned, you know, a lot of times you said it's either fear because the fear is paralyzing or you said they don't know where to get the help that they need. Correct. And, And I'll just add to that fear. They don't know how to get the help that they need or there's a stigma attached because if I say I need help, that means that I don't come with something. Now, now we won't have time to unpack that in these last eight minutes of of why I'd feel like, um, you know, I'd be less than for coming to someone. But let's touch on it. And then we're going to unpack, you know, talk a little bit about what you offer so that I can allow our listeners uh, to be able to continue this conversation with you on a more uh, personal level, more sure. of a one-on-one. You know, I, I think that oftentimes, um, and when I say the help that's needed, because I don't profess to be a therapist. I, I'm not right. a therapist. I don't right. profess to be that. I am talking about, let's just start with help in general. Yes. It could be studying. It could be reading a book. It could be doing the research on a YouTube video. It doesn't even have to be paid for help. It is, there is, uh, there's a stigma that I'm less than if I got to go to somebody who has more than I have. Correct. Correct. And, but I, I believe, I feel that, well, one, that is societal. It's cultural. Mm-hmm. And when I say cultural, I'm talking the American culture. Right. I'm talking American culture now. Um, that the smartest get uh, rewarded, the prettiest get rewarded. Um, those who can show up and present as if they have not a care in the world are the ones that we idolize. Yes. It comes from that. Yeah. But it also comes from, I feel, in the Black community in particular. hmm a lack of viable resources. Mm. When I was looking for a career coach, and we'll talk about this later, I couldn't find one that looked like me. Mm. And I'm going back probably 15 years. Yeah. Now there are every there, you know, we there's a litany of career coaches in the marketplace now. Of course. But 15 years ago, Donna was for one. Right. And I wanted one. And yeah. I, I couldn't find one. And I wanted that person to look like me. Yeah. And I could not find one. Right. And I am sure that I'm not the only person 15 years ago that was looking for a career coach. Right. And couldn't find one. Right. Here's the other interesting piece. There weren't a lot of women. Mm. So that's a double whammy. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So that's just, you know, we're, we're yeah, there these are the things that are coming to mind because as you already said, you don't share questions ahead of time. You don't, <laughs> but it's good. Yeah. It's good. It's yeah. good. That's the goal. The goal is, um, of course, to have things come from a pure place, but also a place that if you, if, if someone is, um, qualified in an area, there's a, a sphere of influence that they, um, that they have, but there's also the homework, you know, and, and I do my research on the guests that come on. If you're going to deposit into my, my listeners, I want to make sure that a, you have something to say and B, you can talk at nauseum about the thing in which you say is your wheelhouse. Um, and C, and most importantly, that you say it and or do it in a way that isn't over everyone's head, sure. but at the same time, isn't like something that, you know, Joe Blow would say on the street. Sure. Jane Blow would say on the street. Um, And so I appreciate your uh, in-depth knowledge of the subject in which we are having a conversation. So so now I want to just shift gears a little bit. And I want you to share with our listeners some of what you offer at um, at at your organization and what you offer in terms of coaching so that if they'd like to take the time to invest in themselves because there's a value attached to it. And I do have to touch on this. A lot of times, unfortunately, in our community, in community, we're investing in things that are liabilities and not assets. And they're, we're investing in things that do not have an ROI, a return on investments. They are merely to show someone that we have the gym shoes or we have the fancy car or we have the big house. And don't get me wrong, having a big house is a great investment if you're not completely upside down to just get in it and there's no value or equity in it. So right. uh, that's another piece of that pie that you touched on is we're investing in the wrong things. That pair of gym shoes that you may want mm-hmm. to buy is about what it would cost to hire someone that could take you to the next level that you could own the gym shoe company or yeah. lose enough stock in the gym shoe company so that you literally can have whatever you want. But that's a whole nother story. But I want to ask you, <laughs> I want to ask you, what, um, what are some of the services you offer? Tell us a little bit about it. And, um, and, and we actually have about five minutes. So um, I defer at least three and a half to you to share with our listeners, you know, what you're about and how they can get with you on a one-on-one. Sounds good. I can do that. The name of my company, again, is Next Right Move Career Management Services. My website is nrmcareercoach.com. You can think about me in two ways. Uh, One set of services that I offer are for individuals, as Mara and I were talking today, Um, I offer um, career coaching one-on-one services uh, sessions to individuals who are career changers, um, recent college grads, uh, displaced workers, um, or just anyone who needs clarification around their career domain. Um, So so it's a, a lot of that work. Uh, Training and development is also in my wheelhouse. So I do offer trainings. Let's say that an individual uh, finds that they would really benefit from having some project management uh, um, acumen. 
uh, for the type of position that they are looking to go into or career that they're interested in going into. I do offer those too. I offer seminars and workshops for individuals who are trying to, um, uh, as a group in a group setting, uh, identify and, and work. As Mara and I have been talking most of our conversation about getting to your why. The second part of my company, however, is providing um, an outsourced benefit to companies. So when companies um, uh, elect, unfortunately, in many situations, and we see it happening right now uh, due to COVID, to downsize or right-size, you'll hear those terms a lot when companies are reducing the number of staff that they have, um, they will oftentimes leverage me as a benefit. I am part of their benefit package, no different than medical, dental, vision. Oh, and by the way, we will also pay for a career coach for you, individual, who is about to be downsized or right-sized. And as part of your severance package, we are going to actually provide you with a certain number of weeks of career coaching, uh, whether that's in relation to um, developing a resume for individuals who may not have a resume because they've been in their job for so long, uh, interviewing techniques, may not be comfortable with interviewing, uh, or really just want to take some time to really examine. I've been an accountant for 30 years, and I think I want to become a violinist um, to have that conversation. So really two parts to my business, an individual focus component, and then there's a corporate, corporate uh, focus component where the corporations partner with me to come in, provide career coaching um, real, real time within their organization or as an outsourced option. Uh, you can find me on the web at nrmcareercoach.com. Um, no judgment uh, zone, uh, judgment-free zone, I should say. Uh, what you see with me is what you get. <laughs> uh, I tell it like it is, but I also provide a very safe space for individuals to come, explore, find their why, and identify why now. I absolutely love it. And I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation. I want to thank you for gracing us with your wealth of knowledge and information and for the way that you presented the information. It was just I told you guys you were going to eavesdrop on a conversation. She and I were having the time of our life and you got an opportunity to ride shotgun with us. So thank you, Donna. Um, I so appreciate you blessing the OMG audience with your knowledge and your wisdom. Appreciate you. Appreciate you. Thank and you now, for having me. You're more than welcome. And now, folks, I want to remind you, OMG is under the umbrella of Up to me radio.com that's up the number two me radio.com you can catch our podcast you can catch my podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts all you need to do is search up to me radio and omg and while we're on that subject please go to up to me radio.com and subscribe to my show page the omarigale radio show because then you'll be alerted to future shows that take place and i don't want you to miss anything you can find me on social at mara Gail and on YouTube, subscribe to my YouTube channel, like, hit the bell so that you'll be alerted. That's where the OMG video content gets shared. But the radio show and the podcast is at uptomeradio.com as well as on all of the podcast platforms. I hope you have an amazing day. Thank you for allowing me to come into your living room or ride shotgun with you going to or from work or being your sous chef while you prepare a meal or for the kids. I just appreciate you taking the time to listen to what's on my heart and 
the opportunity that I have to share some of my friends with you. May God bless and keep you. Until next time, have an OMG kind of day. God bless. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.